I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This podcast is a Royfield Brown production. Find others on iTunes. All right. Yeah, I know. Hi, I'm Sarah Smith. If you're the type of person that goes to liberty as other people would go on safari, and the fact that John Lewis doesn't have a funeral service makes you fret, Sarah Smith cleaning cloths are for you. Sarah Smith, available from Sainsbury's for the Posher Washer. Proud sponsors of Dumpty Dum. This week's episode is sponsored by Voitel. They provide business telephone systems, latest technology, customised and tailored to suit business requirements, remote management and configuration. Their selling points are that they lower costs by removing line rentals, increase flexibility and fit in with the business rather than making the business fit in with their phone system. They're based in mainland UK. Hello, Ambridge 3962. Hi, Dumpy Dum. It's Ellen, the vet from Glasgow. I used to be from Chester. Um, I'm ringing on Monday, so this may not get in for this week's episode. It might be, so this might be like a week after this has even happened. But I've just been catching up um, with last week's Archers. And I didn't really have anything particularly exciting to say about the plot. I just wanted to say Alistair is the most amazing vet in the world in that he can kind of just casually look at a llama who in my experience are pretty mean and don't like you looking in their mouths and just just diagnose that it's got a tooth root abscess by the sound of it and just kind of poke it a little bit and show it to Linda. That definitely is not possible. Just wanted to say that. Anyway, bye. Hello Royfield, hello Lucy, it's Maeve here from In The Big Press. Um, I've managed to lock myself out of Twitter, uh, like a twit, and uh, can't remember my password. I've tried every permutation um, for In The Big Press, but uh, anyway, driving me bananas. So I've been kind of lurking um, from my other Twitter account, which I use for in my real life um, for work. Uh, so I have, uh, yeah, been kind of lurking there and liked some bits and pieces. Um, but I'm on there, but I'm not quite, I can't quite vent as I would vent, because uh, I think some of the people I work with are a bit shocked, a bit, bit shocked. Anywho, um, just wanted to say, yeah, 
that I will my, I will be back in when I back on the Twitters when I can find my password. Um, but I did want to say that um, I listened to and I might be a bit late actually for the show. But anyways, it was last week, um, and I thought it was lovely. And I know I hate her. I know I normally despise Shula, um, but I do have to say that um, I thought the scenes between her and Alistair uh, last week were really sweet because I was absolutely convinced that Alistair was having an affair and um, had got into more gambling debts and was just all around being a bit shirty and a bit shitty to um, uh, St. Shula. But actually, that little um, um, conversation they had around the vet practice uh, and him um, setting up, really, and wanting to support her ambitions was really sweet. And uh, that slight snog they had to um, was possibly, um, yeah, um, indicative of uh, maybe the relationship is um, on all levels <clears throat> is uh, is more healthy than we thought. So uh, so yeah, so I shall be back on the Twitters at some stage. I hope, and um, if not, I'll just have to start again. Um, and uh, I'll continue to listen. And uh, you take care of yourselves. And uh, speak to you soon. Okay, bye. Hello, Dum to Dum. It's Glyn here. At uh, the end of another uh, fantastic Ambridge week, a week of uh, Kerry Davis scripts, which I think have set up the next few months' stories uh, extremely well. Um, on Friday, uh, the day I'm phoning in, uh, we heard um, Helen finally telling Pat that she wasn't going to make a complaint against Rob, uh, which leaves me wondering whether the denouement of the Rob story is going to be him turning up to a hunt meet and being told by Shula to go away, at which point he realises his Ambridge goose is well and truly cooked and he sort of packs his bags and goes. Well, we shall see. Um, the other thing I picked up on this week was Alice. And I'm just astonished that in her two university courses, she never had a lecture or a seminar on how to translate all of the engineering knowledge she was learning into a proper business opportunity. And as a result, she's taking business advice from Ed. Well, I think that's quite extraordinary. And, and, and it's a, a sort of real, um, uh, a sort of, you know, shows our universities are so well behind the times. But anyway, well, I wish all Dumpty Dummers a great Ambridge week. And thank you to Royfield and Lucy and all the team for continuing to do this brilliant podcast. Thank you and goodbye. Hello, Dumpty Dummers. Naked Fingers here, fresh from making homemade butter in my kitchen with my housemate. Not a euphemism. And now I know what it's like to work in a creamery. So I have, uh, well, I'm, I'm empathetic with, with Helen and Pat and Susan and Clary. I know what it's like to be at the, the, the pointy end of butter making. Um, now, I'm calling in. It's my birthday today, by the way. Thank you very much for all the cards you sent me. 46 years young, still not as old as Royfield. <clears throat> anyway, I called in today to say that now that Helen has said that she's not going to press charges for um, coercion, etc., um, don't you think it makes it more likely that this whole storyline is not going to fizzle out? I don't think it's going to fizzle out. I think it's going to end quite spectacularly there is going to be a comeuppance because if there isn't then the whole story doesn't pay off properly there has to be there has to be a payoff and it it has to be in the true and time-honored sense of a greek tragedy that it has to be something that happens inevitably because of a fatal flaw in the character of rob um 
Now, it could be, it could be, as some people have suggested, it could be an abduction or something like that. But, you know, we've still got blocked culverts. Uh, we've still got uh, hunt saboteurie things that he might well do again. There's something in the pipeline. If it just ends with a, a I'll be very disappointed. I want a bang. There you are. All right. Ta-ra. Hello, Dumpty Dump Life Spirit Calling. Well, I've got plenty of beef with the fair brethren this week. In fact, I've got a whole herd of cows. Toby is such a phenomenal arsitude. And I can understand Jill's view of the situation. Of course, it's informed by the past. And of course, she's projecting a fair bit of her own experience onto this particular situation. But... As far as Toby Fairbrother is concerned, she is not wrong. And I'm even more disappointed in Pip because she's just regressed to this whole situation that she was like um, when she was with Jude. Oh, why, why don't you like my boyfriend? Why can't he come round? Why are you being so mean to me? Pip, grow up. Make your own baked goods. And if you want to be such a mature woman, start behaving like one. The person that I felt most sorry for this week was poor Bert Fry, having to put up with these two idiots at his breakfast table bickering away um, and playing out their own little personal drama. The man has been good enough to open up his home to those two and he doesn't need this. He just doesn't need it. And I think they need to sort themselves out. What they need to do is they need to walk up Lakey Hill, knock seven bells out of each other, come back down and put it to rest. Another person I have a bit of a beef with this week quite a lot of beef going on isn't there is Kenton why hasn't he barred Rob from the bull I mean come on intimidating a woman and having a brawl isn't that a good enough reason to bar someone I flipping think so and finally poor Bartleby I feel really sorry for the poor little poor little pony and I hope his hurty little legs get better very very soon because I never like to hear about an animal who's suffering anyway that's it from me I hope everyone's well cheers now Bye. Hi, Royfield and Lucy. It's Debs from Germany again. How are you? Loved last week's podcast. Just had me chuckling all the way through. Flapjack Gate. I don't think that Jill's suffering from the first signs of Alzheimer's or dementia. I think Jill is just behaving like somebody whose buttons have been pressed too much about something that irritates her. Most women do get accused of uh, being hormonal, time of the month, menopausal. Dementia is just the next thing along in that list. Jill can be snippy. This isn't out of character with her. Do you all remember the whole thing when she was going to have to move into Lower Loxley with that writing desk that she made such an unreasonable fuss about at the time and the curtains in the bedroom? This is Jill just reacting when things are being taken out of her control and she's not the lemon drizzle benefactor that she completely likes to be. So I think it's normal. For what it's worth, I think Pip's being a complete arse. Um, she should be used to her children and grandchildren being complete asses by now, so perhaps she didn't handle it that well. But that's her right and prerogative as an old woman, and I hope I'm as feisty as she is when I get to her age, and I tell people when they have crossed the boundaries of what I'm prepared to do. Just about finished Oktoberfest here. Slightly glad that I'm not going to see lots and lots of middle-aged English men dressing up in lederhosen and, and pretending that they know all about German traditions. 
And so we move on. Quite interested to see how next week pans out. My other disagreement with everybody is I really don't think Alice and Ed are going to get it on any time soon. I think that's too predictable. Anyway, juice! Hello, I just thought I'd call in to say my favourite uh, part of the week was when Roy and Kirsty were talking early in the morning and he said to her, are you okay? Because this surely is the scriptwriters toying with us with this possible pregnancy of Kirsty's, which I know you two think is absolute rubbish and she's not pregnant, but um, they're laying down red herrings like uh, in a shoal, really. And I'm looking forward to seeing where this goes, whether it all just pieces out or whether two plus two equals something, but a great little bit of the week. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling, tossed salads and scrambled eggs. Mercy. In Lucy's absence, greetings, Royfield, Millie Bell, and all Dumpty Dummers around the world. Witherspoon and Angus Haggis here. We're recovering from two nights at my alma mater, including a long night at the Yankee Doodle Tap Room. It's Princeton's version of the bull, only with more expensive pints. So no sooner than I offered up the paradigm of the residents of the village being oh-so-non-confrontative that we have Toby and Rex and Pip and Jill all yelling at each other. Well done! I look forward to where this Archer Fairbrother arc takes us. Otherwise, to take a line from Prairie Home Companion, it was a quiet week in Ambridge, with other storylines being set up as well. Alistair's Ericksonian psychosocial developmental crisis actually hit home for me. We're about the same age, and though I'm content with my small and well-managed private practice, I do occasionally think about retirement, and I've had a few friends and colleagues who have sold their practices to much larger groups. It does bring in a bundle of cash. But what they're not prepared for if they continue working for the new outfit is the change in work culture, the change to electronic medical records, and the expectation of billing more hours. I thought that Alistair's interaction with Joe was going to bring on a crisis of conscience, but what he probably thought was... This is great. I won't have to deal with the likes of the Grundys trying to nickel and dime me every time I try to help them. Let them deal with the billing department of Lovell James, and let the practice's office manager try to deal with Joe and Eddie. However, I do think that this transition will not go as smoothly as Alistair and Shula may hope for. We shall see. That's it for this week. So looking forward to hearing Charlotte Martin next time. Talk to you soon. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Uh.